With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Dude, I was stunned that he stayed. I mean, no I mean, because I, I, I was wrong. Listen, I've had a great 2022 in predicting the future. I'd say I'm like at like 66%, but I was wrong about this. I thought first, he's not going to stay with a team that he just went and did an interview with Time Magazine being athlete of the year saying, oh, they tried to turn the fans against me by leaking the contract offer they made me before the season started. He never engaged with them. He never talked about wanting to stay. It was always, yeah. We'll worry about it after the season, which when you hear that from a guy, mentally, you know, he's gone. I'm stunned. I am absolutely stunned. I thought for sure the way this was playing out, here's the money the Yankees leak. Hey, we're going to give him $300 Why? Well, so so Yankee fans, we can justify the fact that we tried to keep Judge and he still wanted to leave, right? They can walk around the town and Brian Cashman and Steinbrenner can say, hey, we tried, right? We made him a big offer before the season. We upped it by $60 What do you want us to do? I thought for – and they're laying – it out for him to just be handed over to the San Francisco Giants, and he still winds up staying. I am stunned because none of what went on it seemed to me to be the what the result was going to be was him staying. It was always now you see uh, everything going on was was bit by bit. This is why he leaves. This is how he leaves. The cracks are even more, and we're going on. We're going forward. He's going to wind up being a Giant. I thought we'd wake up today and I'd see the picture of him photoshopped in a Giants uniform, holding the bat, big smile, four hundred million dollars for the judge all rays would be the headlines all over the place and instead he stays the yankees i am absolutely stunned at this well i mean look there there's one thing that we all know about the new york yankees is they're one of those franchises that often doesn't lose a guy because they chase bigger money elsewhere if they want you 
you know, and the Yankees wanted Judge. So I think they knew exactly how valuable they were to him in, in terms of, you know, merchandising himself, you know, putting him on sale for endorsers and playing in a big city where you're royalty. New York City, I mean, there is something absolutely alluring and addictive to that city if you spend enough time there. And if you're a big enough deal there, people can make you feel real special. So starting all over somewhere else, somewhere smaller. Because that is the tippy top of this country in terms of city offerings. You go there and you make it there, you can make it anywhere, right? That's the old, that's the old uh, song. So I, I, I see this as the Yankees understanding exactly what their value was to judge. And then also judge understanding what his value was in the first place. Because he rejected on opening day a seven-year $213 million deal. Now, everybody knew it sort of felt like a low baller considering who he is and what he's potentially capable of. Well, he cashed in on that potential, and then he cashed in again with this contract. You know, it, it, it seems like the, the whole thing of, well, I could be a Yankee for life, and being a Yankee, it's special, it's special, but I, I don't know that that's the big pull that we think it is. I think, I think that's a story that we talk about as fans and as members of the media. Boy, look how great it is that so-and-so is a one-franchise player, right? We, always, we would love to look back and say, boy, that's something. It's great that Clayton Kershaw is going to be a, an all-time Dodger, right? It's, it's great that we're going to get players like that, but I don't know that it's really that big a deal. I don't know if the players care that much. I don't know that the, the pull for, for Judge as well, I can be an all all-time Yankee great. I can go spend the next eight or nine years in San Francisco for $400 million. I could be home. Yeah, I did what I did in New York. We didn't win the World Series. Okay, now I can go out here and, and do the same thing. I, I don't know that that's as much of a of a pull for, for superstar athletes that, that, that we, we make it in the media. I mean, I don't know. I mean, when, when you played, did you think about staying with one? Did you think about, hey, I would love to be a one uh, franchise guy all the way through and stay here and, you know, ring of honor and all that stuff? Never occurred to me, but I never spent long enough in any team or franchise to start thinking that way. My my three years with New England after being drafted there, I moved on to um, uh, Arizona after being released by them. And then I was a free agent. I signed a one-year deal with Arizona and had an opportunity to follow the head coach who was just fired to his next offensive coordinating job. And I was offered a job, a contract in Arizona too. I just chose the Chargers and I, I followed that path. And, you know, so for me, as I guess you would call a journeyman, it never really occurred to me that that was something that I should set my sights on whatsoever. But like if I were to have started my career, say, in New England and then became a starter and then stuck around for, say, you know, four, five, six years and, and into my second contract, maybe there is that that feeling of, well, this is becoming home. Right. You know, because realistically, from the time I graduated high school until just recently, I've never really had a place that I settled down and called home. Because it's sort of a nomadic lifestyle. You go to college, and then you go to your first team. You go to your next team. You go to your next. Like, if, if I would have stuck around for a second contract, if I would have been somewhere for long enough, and if they would have lauded me the way that the Yankees did uh, Aaron Judge for obvious reasons. He's a super talent, and he's, he's an important marketing uh, um, um, asset for the Yankees. Like, I, I would have felt completely differently. But, but to your point, I, I don't think a lot of guys think that way until they're in a situation like, for example, a Tom Brady was when the Patriots 
basically gave him an ultimatum with a low ball contract where Aaron Judge was at just recently before signing this mega deal. Clayton Kershaw even. He could have chased money at different times. Kobe Bryant. There were different times where he wanted to leave the Lakers. He wanted to leave the mothership and go somewhere else. He decided to stay. So I never had that moment in my career, but I'm sure that is a difficult decision to make for certain players because the place they're playing becomes home. Well, you know, I hear you on, on the home part because, you know, everybody has a different journey in life. And it's sometimes you stay home. You never leave the city you grew up in. Sometimes you go out for adventure. Like, uh, you know, my wife and I came out to L.A. You know, I came out for the smoke uh, and, and, and wanted to do this for a living and all that stuff. And, and yeah, you, you still, even though I was living in L.A. for a long time, we, we came out in, in 1996. It wasn't until, like, we were here for 10 years that I started to feel like, okay, th- this is home. Until we bought a house. Honestly, that's what it was. We bought a house. We were like, okay, now L.A. feels like home. And it was like, okay, n- now it's different. Now I feel like, you know, I put my roots down. But the one thing that's never changed is that just like, you know, since I got, got out of high school, the days just melt into one another. Yeah. There's no Saturday, Sunday, Monday, yeah. Tuesday. Rich, I'm, I'm 50. You, I mean, you still have a ways to go before you get there. You're going to be 50 and go, yeah, the days are just melting in. There's no such thing as a weekend. Wednesday is the same thing as Sunday. <laughs> it's the same thing as Friday. Just melting right into one another. <laughs> I think I'm there. I like legitimately <laughs> blink twice and I'm like, oh my goodness, it's February. You know, like it's, it's very strange, man. But but yeah, like I think I think quality of life is an important piece to this puzzle that is not discussed enough. Like for example, Trey Turner, he ends up in Philadelphia. The report were this was sort of a happy wife happy life situation where you know mrs turner really wasn't all that interested in staying in southern california any longer even though major dollars were offered by the padres there as well and because quality of life is important not just to the player but also to the player's family you know there are times where those decisions uh have an effect as well you know so it's a million things right what what makes a Clayton Kershaw or uh, uh you know a uh, name a uh, 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 Ben Roethlisberger you know somebody who's only stayed with the same franchise and either will or has retired recently you know is the fact that through it all, because there are ups and downs. That story arc isn't consistent on an upward trajectory. They did stay in one spot, and they did earn their path to a Hall of Fame or just shy of. We'll see with Roethlisberger. You know, those those are important things because you become somewhat of a cult hero in that town. And again, going back to the, the thought we had before, a town that you consider home. Yeah, but to, I mean, wherever you played, you I, you walked into a bar, a restaurant. Richie, oh, come here, man, take a picture. Oh, come on, man, but let me buy you a beer. I mean, that, I mean, that happens to me every day now. But I mean, it had to happen to you as well. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, you know, you, yeah. you're just walking. I mean, you're trying to take a walk with your family, and somebody's throwing women's underwear. At you. You're just trying to. What, what are you? What is happening here? I mean, please. This that happened ridiculous. to me at Target yesterday. I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just here to get a couple of things in the school supply section. I am a taken man. I'm here for some. Chobani and some pull-ups. Please, ladies. (laughs) We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Now, the thing about the money, because the money is all what people are going to look at. Let's see the money. Let's see what he's got. What about this? I would never, this, this would make me, I think, would make me a great general manager that the players would hate, right? The players would hate me because I would say, listen, I'll give you anything you want, 
anything you want for two or three years. But you come at me with you want seven, eight, nine. No, I'm not interested. Yeah. Because none of these contracts ever work out. They never do. All these big, long contracts that stars in Major League Baseball have signed over the years, whether it's Miguel Cabrera or Barry Zito or Mike Hampton, and you know the Phillies are going to find it out with Bryce Harper in a few years. The last five or six years are just awful, and your team just spirals because what can we do? We have $30 million tied up in a guy that's going to hit 215, and we got to play him because it's all guaranteed. I would never do this. I wouldn't have given Judge this money. I would have said, listen, you want to stay Aaron Gray? What can we do for three or four years? Right, you're 30 years old. What can we do for four years? Four years and 200 million. Four years and 170. Let's figure something like that out. But once you start getting into that silly of five, six, seven, eight, it's like, do you really think that's going to work? And it's one thing in other sports when the contracts aren't guaranteed. But Major League Baseball, you're going to pay out every dollar of that contract, right? Trey Turner is going to be getting 27 million dollars a year from the Phillies when he's 40 years old, whether or not the Phillies want to give it to him or not. So I look at this and I go, yeah, it's great. I'm happy for him. I'm always happy when players make me make money and and he bet on himself and it was a great year for him but as a GM I would just say that's what you're looking at okay you know what we're going to go someplace else because I need the flexibility that if things don't go our way in the next couple of years I got to get out from under this because I got to make sure we stay competitive but at the same token Jason just because this is the way and that's a very smart point and I think if I were a GM I would think much the same way you would however the market demands that you make bad decisions on the back half of contracts it demands it of you if you want to play in the in the pool with the sharks like if you want to swim with the mike trouts or the trey turners or the aaron judges or the juan sotos or giancarlo stantons like you have to pay some bad years of contract and the assumption is well those bad years of the contract at first they're really going to hurt but when judge is 38 39 like those years aren't going to hurt as much because we know the payroll just keeps inching forward every year it's just 10 million dollars more 20 million dollars more in a great year you know it just inches forward every single year and so while you know these numbers look astounding right now in terms of annual salary that starts to diminish a little bit the closer you get to the back end of the uh, of the contract and if he if he makes good on those first five years or four years even of this new deal you're going to be thrilled to pay him the crummy years on the back end. You may even cut him like they did with Pujols a year early just so you can sort of get yourself rid of an anchor on your roster if it gets really bad. Uh, I don't see that being the case here necessarily. Uh, I don't look at Aaron Judge as an Albert Pujols. I think he's going to continue. It's going to be probably more of a natural crescendo to his career. But yeah, I think just the world we're living in, when you're swimming with the great whites, when you want to land one of these guys who are the biggest fish in the pond you're gonna have to pay some bad years and that's what every owner every general manager every president of baseball operations is willing to do you know what I like what you did right there it's like I like that you went from swimming with sharks and and whales and then you said trout I kind (laughs) of like that I kind of like that you did that you started out big and then you got smaller yeah, you, you went from the sharks, and then you got down to trout. That's I, right. I kind of like that. I think that. that's right. Yeah, a, a trout that doesn't sprain his calves. How about that? This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. 
It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. MLB Network insider extraordinaire John Paul Morosi. You can follow him on Twitter at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi. JP spending most of his time, uh, Rich, right now, just so you know, uh, covering Major League Baseball where he helped break the judge news today and making sure that Michigan is prepared for their game against TCU coming up in the college football playoff. <laughs> That's it. John Paul, he does, spends half his day on baseball, the other half on Michigan football. What's up, JP? Doing great, guys. What an awesome time of year, by the way. Uh, it is, and we've got the World Cup going on, which, of course, we've been uh, following so closely and uh, really enjoyed watching Team USA. I think we're going to be even better when we're hosting the World Cup in four years' time. And, yes, Michigan in the college football semifinal. I, I like the Wolverines' chances against TCU in the semis, perhaps less so if they encounter the Bulldogs in the final. But uh, maybe, just maybe, Ohio State will help Michigan for a change. Oh, look at you. All right. All right, let me ask you this. Okay, let me ask the JP. I can, I can wave a magic wand, and I can say you can break the next 10 biggest stories in baseball. You are the one to break all 10 stories, right? Whatever they're going to be. Carlos Correa, whatever. You can break the next 10 big stories in Major League Baseball. Or Michigan beats TCU. What do you pick? Oh, man. Uh, I would uh, – you want my honest answer on that one? Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I, my, my honest answer is I would rather, I would rather break the stories. That's okay. Really. I mean, like, I'll, I'll be just totally honest. Like, university is wonderful, incredible. I hope they win the whole thing. But, but uh, at the end of the day, uh, you got, you got to pay the bills, right? And that's, uh, that's how I look at it. No, I – and I have a lot of uh, – I just have a lot of respect for the people in in the profession that, that I have here in, in covering baseball and so many great ones. And obviously a lot of these meetings you're, you're chasing what, what 
Jeff Pass was reporting or Ken Rosenthal. So for me, like I just have so much respect for those guys. So I will say I, I will divide my my mentality there and say I, you, you've got to go with uh, with what's right in front of you, your purview, and then uh, control, as they say, control the controllable. So it's it's a really interesting thought exercise, but I would say breaking the story is more important to me. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Speaking of a breaking story, we saw Aaron Judge get broke off. Nine years, $360 million. He'll be a Yankee until he's almost 40. Did they make the right decision with the length of the contract, with the amount of money they spent on Judge? Rich, I believe they did. And and here's here's why. And I realize it's it's hard to it's it's hard to have clarity of thought as to how it's gonna look eight, nine years down the road. But the reality is this. You are coming off of an ALCS in which you got swept, and Judge is coming off a season in which he set the all-time single-season record in the American League. And at the end of the day, this is not, this is, this is not a manufacturing company that is trying to do a cost-benefit analysis, and if we can make this part cheaper, we have to do X and Y and Z. This is still entertainment and sports with an element of show business to it. And, and your fans, who are your customers, want him on the team. And in irony of ironies, the season opening game for the Yankees in 2023 is at home against the Giants. Can you imagine, can you imagine what the response would have been from the Yankee fans if Judge had shown up to that game wearing a gray number 99 uniform of the San Francisco Giants. It just, it is difficult to even conceive what the fan response would be. And that to me, Rich, especially in this sport, I want to make this clear. This is different. The baseball is still different than the NHL and the NFL and the NBA. We have no salary cap here. And there is, there is no owner in this sport who would view a difference of a conversation of, let's say, okay, I can either spend $40 million on Aaron Judge or I'm going to buy $40 million worth of, of middle relievers. That's just not how it works. There is, not all money in this sport is created equal. And when you've got a superstar who can, who can potentially go to the Hall of Fame and be a legend with his number in Monument Park and a C on his jersey, you just have to handle it differently. And the Yankees handle it differently. Do I expect them to get dollar for dollar every single ROI on every dollar they spend on, on him in the ninth year of the deal? No. But that's not the point. That's not why you sign this deal. You sign this deal because he's an essential part of your history and an essential part of the product that you hope your fans will be coming to watch for the next nine years. JP, help me out with this because this is this is the part I'm having the biggest difficulty with is that for the for the long this entire time I thought he's gone. It, it, it's a frosty relationship with the front office. He's never made it seem like he was happy with how things were going. He was upset that the initial offer in the spring was leaked. He was upset that Randy Levine said Aaron's got a decision to make. Uh, and he told Time Magazine when he was the athlete of the year, I felt the front office tried to turn the fans against me. And then he turns around and signs with the Yankees. I, I, I really want to come to grips with that because all of this says, I don't like you, I don't like you, I'm leaving. And then he turned around and signed. Hmm. That's, that's very fair. Um, what I would say, though, is whatever was said, whatever was said publicly, whatever was being talked about from all of us who 
we're trying to divine his intentions and read the tea leaves and all those things. The, the internal relationship never soured to the point where pride got in the way. And there was a conversation, you know, Brian Cashman had referenced and referred to Hal Steinbrenner as the closer, the Mariano Rivera of the negotiations. And that means that, that whatever was going on, whatever business negotiation or disagreement might have happened, that the two principals, the owner and the superstar, were able to sit down and, and arrive at an understanding. And I, I think that is really important. I, I praise them for, for avoiding what clearly happened with Freddie Freeman and the Braves, where that negotiation got emotional, clearly got emotional. And this one did not. And I think that while there are always competing interests and certainly there are emotions in every negotiation, the, the most successful ones that I've been aware of in sports are ones that are not emotional in, in, their, in their real identity. And I think that this was, at its core, I think a really even and reasonable discussion about an astronomical figure, no, no doubt. But it was, I think, a very reasonable way to, to arrive at a, a contract that sets the standard. It's, it, by the way, it's great news for the sport. Every free agent is going to be out there and say, wow, the teams are spending. This is great for the business, great for the industry. At this time last year, we were locked out, and now we're not, which is just a, it's a great feeling to have everybody back at the winter meetings again. And, and my goodness, Aaron Judge gets a contract that he earned, that, that he deserved. I really believe that. that this, it, doesn't, it doesn't have to be the perfect contract, dollar-for-dollar dollar ROI, for it to be the right contract. And I believe this was the right contract for the right guy at the right place. JP, the Red Sox have had a busy offseason already. Uh, Xander Bogarts opts out of his contract. He's a free agent. Kenley Jansen signs on a two-year deal. Um, do you see a destination, a landing spot for Bogarts yet? You know, Rich, it's a great question. I'm glad you asked it because, to me, he needs to be a member of the Boston Red Sox. He needs to stay where he's at, um, if the money's right, obviously. The Red Sox have invested about $90 million in Masataka Yoshida, who has, to be, who has a chance to be a really good player, uh, but he's not Xander Bogarts. He's not the heart and soul of your team who's been there for two world championships and has been at the center of everything that you've done, um, is, is a total pro already in, in the clubhouse in his presence. Bogarts has already done all of those things. And I, I just think that he is way too important for them to potentially compromise their ability to sign him. Again, I think Yoshida is a great signing and a great addition. But if, if they end up signing him and not Bogarts, I have a hard time imagining how they're a better team on opening day than they were when the season ended. When, by the way, they weren't good enough. They were out of the playoffs. So Bogarts, for me, if the Red Sox are able to, to find their way here in these negotiations, they need to step up and sign him because if they don't, he could easily become a Cub. He could easily become even still a Cardinal. He could become a Giant uh, or a Dodger or a Padre. There's enough teams out there that are willing to spend that a team like the Red Sox has to get wise about what the going rate is and, and step up and sign someone who's been – a key part of the organization for more than a decade.
All right, JP, uh, lastly, complete the sentence for me here, because now that we see Aaron Judge go, the next big domino could be Bogarts, could be Carlos Correa. We know the Dodgers not pursuing him, likely because their fan base is still really up in arms about the scandal. So complete the sentence for me. When it's all said and done, Carlos Correa is playing baseball where? San Francisco, California. He's going to be a giant, I believe. Uh, that's my opinion. I'm not reporting that. That's my opinion. Uh, I, I think that there is there is a tremendous appetite for for the Giants to add a superstar, and Correa is that superstar personality wants the big big stage, loves the big stage, and he just saw someone who succeeded him in, in Houston get all the adulation of the World Series, the World Series MVP, Jeremy Pena. Carlos Correa wants to go somewhere where you can make a statement. And, and my goodness, you think about rivalry and intensity and personality. You put Carlos Correa in a giant uniform at Dodger Stadium, my goodness. That's going to be some fun baseball to watch. You might, you know, at that point, you're probably talking about the, the most polarizing giant to walk in that stadium since Barry Bonds in terms of just the way that he'd be treated by the Dodger fans. So um, that, that would be interesting theater. And I'm sure Carlos is aware of that. I also think that, and I saw the report about the Dodgers not pursuing him. I I think that they may be wary of his uh, of of the past and of the Astros in 2017. But I I believe the Dodgers are are too smart and too aggressive of a franchise to categorically rule him out because of how they think their fans might feel. You know, his first. His first three-homer game for the Dodgers in April would probably go a long way toward eliminating those feelings or at least reducing them to a manageable point. And at the end of the day, it's about winning and the nine innings in front of you. And if the Dodgers feel as though Correa can help, uh, they will probably pursue him. But I still believe the Giants, their arch rivals, are the team that lands them. And my goodness, what, what fun are we going to have if that's the case? JP, the San Diego Padres were in on Trey Turner, apparently offering him a deal that would make him the highest-paid shortstop in Major League Baseball. Uh, He didn't uh, want to stay in Southern California, so he's a Philly now. Uh, Aaron Judge, it was down to the night before signing with the Yankees. Judge was in San Diego. It just appears that the Padres are major players in this free agency market. So where do they pivot now, in your opinion? Like, how do they make their team better given how much money it, it appears they're willing to spend this offseason? That's a great question. I, I think for me, the, the Padres, they could go in any number of different directions. I think A.J. Prather, their GM, as you well know, Rich, from your, your time in this great city, he's, uh, he's always very aggressive. He always wants to, to, to seek the next superstar. And so I, I think that they will have a conversation about Xander Bogart. I, I don't think Bogarts wants to play – uh, third base yet. I do think if you're going to bring him in, he's got to play shortstop for the Padres, and then you move Kim to second and Crony to first, and you've got Manny playing third, and Tatis becomes an outfielder. I mean, that's – and to be honest with you, Rich, and you know this, there's been a conversation about Tatis playing the outfield even before the suspension yep. occurred this year and the injuries. And so if you want to just eliminate all doubt and say, all right, Fernando, uh, we got Bogarts to play – uh, to play second, to play to play shortstop, you you just have to play the outfield now because we have Xander Bogarts. There's nothing he can really say. He, he's suspended now anyway. So uh, there's there's no rule that says you get your 
job back at your same spot when, when your suspension's over. So I think Bogarts to the Padres would make a ton of sense, and it, it's one of the many scenarios still in front of us here as the winter meetings draw to a close. He's on Twitter at John Morosi. That is at John Morosi. Ask him any of your baseball questions or what the Michigan offense should do to try to combat TCU in the college football playoff semifinal. Mm. JP, as they, they got to run the football, and there's no Blake Corum to do that. So uh, <laughs> Donovan Edwards has to be great. And uh, I, I do think, though, McCarthy just makes plays that we have not seen made by a Michigan quarterback in a long time. So uh, he has to be the difference maker, and I believe he will be. There it is. Aud- auditioning for college football. Rich, he's auditioning to be on college football on the weekends. Oh, I know. He, yeah, he, he, JP could do that as well. Me and him, we need to co-host a, uh, a natural rivalry show with uh, my Nittany Lions and his Wolverines. We'll, just, we'll be at odds the entire time, but that would be a ton of fun, JP. Yeah, I, I, would, I would love that. And, that it's, and by the way, Rich, you know, one of these years, uh, and that's coming up next year, by the way, when Michigan plays at Penn State, that's when I'm asking for the Ornberger seats, uh, about 20 rows up on the 50 uh, when Michigan plays in State College. That's I said, right. I, I, I said, I'll show up to the, to the front door Beaver Stadium and say, Rich Ornberger told me to show up here and ask for the tickets that are left in his name. It's okay? crazy. That's, just, I, that's what I, I'm told to do. I'm still waiting for those 50-yard tickets as well, so I'll let you know as soon as I know. Very good. Let me Take know. it easy, let JP. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. This is Steve Cavino and Rich Davis, and together we are Cavino and Rich. Cavino and Rich. Thanks, buddy. Uh, that's right, Cavino and Rich, Fox Sports Radio's newest hit show, heard weekdays from five to seven Eastern, two to four Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Every Cavino and Rich show is available as a podcast. Just search Covino and Rich wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe. I'm such a rockin' dude. The show features our unique take on sports, injected with some fun, humor, and Relatability. Listen to Covino and Rich five days a week on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covino and Rich, give me a hell yeah. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my, look at that, he is... And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. They're shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. 
Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Goodyear test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 11 years, $280 million. So Bogarts will be 64 years old when the contract ends, Rich. I'm trying to find the... The That's money correct. on that he will 64 be, years old? Yeah, he'll be 64 in 10 months. He'll almost be <laughs> ready for his AARP card. Yes, that is correct. Thank you. I mean, look, this is, look, it's a, it's a, there's so many implications off this now, and we'll get to Fernando Tatis Jr. because that's a big part of this. But look, any deal like this, look, and I've said it for a long time, no deals that are 9, 10, 11, they ever work out, right? All, all the way back in baseball history, going back to Mike Hampton, Barry Zito, they never work out, right? They're just, it's just too, it's just too difficult to try to play that well for that long to expect the last five or six years to be good. Now, the next three or four years, they'll be great, right? They'll be great. Bogarts is still one of the best shortstops in, in Major League Baseball. Guy's been an all-star four times, won the World Series a couple of times, had his best year last year. I think his war was like 5.8. Like he's a, he's a really, really terrific player. But the last five or six years of this deal, whoo, that's going to be difficult. And I know that you said earlier in the show when we talked about Aaron Judge that, hey, the teams are expecting the end of these contracts to be difficult for them, but the salary cap is going up. Yeah, okay, in theory, yes, but then and maybe you're thinking, hey, well, you know what? In five years, I'm not going to be the GM. They're going to fire me. I'll be somewhere else. I don't got to worry about paying this guy the rest of his money. But you pay a couple of guys the wrong money, and, and when they're 34 years old, or something they're not healthy and you're looking at we are paying this money all the way until the end i mean look at the tigers they gave miguel cabrera all that money and what that that's hurt them trying to compete for the next few years because not only is it we're paying a guy you're paying a guy to stink to play every day so not only are you you're worried about hey we don't want to go past that Steve Cohen tax money. You don't want to pay 90 cents for every dollar we're paying over a certain amount. We don't want to do that, but we're also paying money to a lot of guys that we have no choice but to play, and he's not our best option anymore. But yet we got to continue to throw him out there because we decided to pay him, you know, 10, 11 years ago. So, like, all these, uh, they'll be great the next three or four years, but I'll be the ghost of Christmas future. I'll come visit you, Rich Ornberger. I'll visit you in your <laughs> big gated community house to keep all the kids out that you don't like, and I'll visit you with a big sickle and I will say look at the future here is Xander Bogart's contract for the next five years this is what you have Rich Jordanberger this is your future but you can you can stage these contracts so they don't hurt you as bad on the back end when the production is supposed to drop off a little bit 
like the Padres have and many baseball teams have in the past. I'll give you a couple examples. Eric Hosmer, for example, signed as a free agent, did not work out with the Padres. But his eight-year, $144 million contract went like this, where he had a payroll of $21 million in base salary for the first four years, it drops to $20 million in 2022, and then it drops to $13 million for the final three seasons that he was under contract with the Padres. So there are ways to front load these contracts, even an 11-year contract, so that during the prime years or what's remaining of the prime years of a player, you could still pay him commensurate with the market, right? You know, commensurate with what's going to make him happy. And then you could have that contract's value tail off toward the tail end, which is also going to make that player potentially easier to trade if you need to get out from under that contract later in his career. So, look, am I for it? Yeah, because I'm like the guy who was rooting on the Rams with the F them picks idea. You know, yeah, Les Snead, you want to go all in right now and, you know, make it like the final showdown between KGB and Matt Damon and Rounders where everybody's pushing their chips into the center of the table and he's twisting the Oreos. Yeah, Les Snead, do that. Guess what? It netted the Rams a championship. You know, so in baseball, when you have an owner, you know, whether it be the Red Sox or the Yankees or now the Padres or the Dodgers who spend money – and who really want to go for it, or the Phillies, and really want to go for it, I'm cool with the the last three to four years of the contract not really looking so great. Uh, well, okay, I get it's new, it's fun, it's exciting. I get that for you. I, look, it, it's going to the next three, four years. Who knows what's going to happen after that, right? Ah, you never know. All right, you li- live in the moment. But here's your next big thing, right? Now that Xander Bogarts, who plays shortstop. Oh, by the way, you have a guy that you gave $360 million to because he was going to be your shortstop for the next 15 years in Fernando Tatis Jr., and all he's done is disappoint the team. And now you're going to move him to the outfield because you didn't sign Xander Bogart. Say, hey, guess what? Great. Now you can go play second base. Uh, he's your shortstop now. And, yes, the Padres do have the the cachet to tell him this is what we're doing and you're moving to the outfield and I'm sorry but this is what it is but this is the next thing this is why I talk about these contracts never working out is that the Padres gave Tatis that money when they didn't have to the guy hadn't played an entire season in Major League Baseball let's lock him up and give him a ton of cash now if you wanted to do a Braves thing and say hey we like you how about the next 10 years we give you 100 million dollars like they did with Ronald Acuna they done that with a couple of other players and and as long as these guys are good it will be good deals for the next five or six years but to say okay Tatis here you go a guy with an injury history and we don't know anything about you here's 360 million dollars now if they could do it over again you would completely get out of that Tatis deal you would say you know what sorry go someplace else we'll trade you we'll get a package now you don't fit with what we're doing anymore we made it to the NLCS without you we're very upset with the decision making you've had over the last year plus and I don't know what it's going to be like when he tries to come back to the clubhouse and tries to come back in and and be a player with the team again is he going to grow up enough to be that guy but now what happens with him becomes front and center how happy is he going to be being an outfield does he really want to go to the outfield is he going to say 
I don't want to play here if I'm going to play in the outfield. This is why I always say this is why these contracts is not there's many reasons why when you lock in with somebody for that long, you're, it's just there's too much that can go wrong. And I guess that's what comes up to me with it when it comes back to is that, hey, if you want to do it for three or four years, okay, eventually that's going to end. It's you no, know, it's somebody's run to college, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior year. Okay. But when it gets to this kind of money and you're talking about 10, 11 years, it's like, okay, we're just, we're just uh, tempting the fates with more that can go wrong here with giving this because, hey, this is great. Look at this Xander Bogart's contract. Look how good he is. Oh, yeah, by the way, this $300 million that you owed it to Tease for the next 12 years, ooh, good luck with that because now you got to make that work, and that's a tough one. Well, here's what I'll say about all that. You know, I, as much as it sounds like there's a lot of mouths to feed around this infield and outfield now with the Padres and, you know, maybe tempers will flare at a certain point or maybe they won't because the reality of Fernando Tatis Jr. is he's on to his second wrist surgery in I think it's six months over that span of time. No, it's a little bit longer than over eight months. The, the wrist injury in the first place, he failed to report during the off season. So he showed up at spring training with a broken wrist for the Padres. And even though he's a star and he's the future of baseball, he didn't think that he needed to let them in on the fact that he had a fractured bone in his body that was going to limit him. So he goes on the IL for half the season, and when he's about to come off, he gets popped for an 80-game steroid suspension or performance-enhancing drug suspension. You know, this guy needs to show a little contrition, and I think he's going to do what the Padres or the franchise want him to do to make the team better, and right now, that's moving to the outfield. And then it's going to send Hassan Kim over to second and Cronenworth over to first. And the Padres are going to have their infield set, set with Machado at the th- at third. And I, I left field, right field, center, most likely one of the corners. Fernando Tatis is going to be playing nearer the wall instead of the infield dirt. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people 
It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.